0: Hi, welcome to White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. My name is Josh Bashinsky. I am the White Hat master. <laughs> <laughs> and my ego is this big. And I finally fixed my camera. So now you can see me in high definition, which I don't know if it's better or not. I think it's probably better to start blurring my face out. I think it's probably the best. You can see all the gray hairs. You can see all the rings into my eyes. But anyway, that's it. And so I also have with us our, our Black Hat uh, resident host co-host, uh, Clint Butler. Say hi there, Clint. Hi. Hi, everyone. Nice to be here again. We, uh, we decided to make our lower thirds active so you can see our names, as if you didn't already know who we were and <laughs> what we were about.
1: Or if you want to talk crap, you can get the spelling right, at least.
0: At least, yes. At least <laughs> get the spelling right. And for my name, that'd be difficult, actually. Uh, okay, so this is the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. For those of you who have never seen us before, where have you been? Uh, we are the best SEO show on YouTube. Uh, we're the best SEO show that exists. Quite frankly, I can say that with some confidence because not many other SEO shows exist. <laughs> but we try to help out every week uh, by giving free SEO tips, free SEO secrets, free SEO knowledge, both from a white hat perspective and from a black hat perspective. We debate what's better, white hat versus black hat, sometimes. And today, back by popular demand. We're having a site clinic today. So if you have any SEO questions that you want to know about, oh, and you want to mute me while I'm talking, <laughs> uh, if you have any SEO questions you want to talk about, you want us to take a look at your site, first come, first serve, folks. So put uh, in the live chat. If you're watching this on YouTube Live, there's a chat on the top right-hand side. Put it with three asterisks so I can find it easily, because you know th- these eyes are getting old here. Uh, uh, put in your website for us to take a look at and give you free SEO uh, 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 consulting, to take a look at, see what's going on. Both Clint and I have been doing SEO for years, and we're the top of our craft for white hat and black hat SEO, And so we hope to show you some tips and tricks you can implement, some actionable knowledge. And if you have any SEO questions, we'd be happy to entertain them. That will be what we're going to be doing today. In fact, today I'm going to start with a, a, a favorite of mine, a favorite segment I like to do on this show, which is new SEO questions from Cora from Cora.com, for those of you who don't know. So I'll share my screen here. We always get the highest caliber of, uh, of questions from Cora.com. <laughs> so you should be able to see Cora here. And so what I did, I did a site call and search for Cora.com, and I just put SEO and, and, brackets and quotations. So that means I'm getting all the results back from Cora.com that have SEO on that page. And I filtered it for the past 24 hours to get the latest questions. And here are the questions, Clint. Let's see how many of these we can answer as quickly as possible. And it's up to you if you want to be glib when you answer it or serious. (laughs) Because some of these questions are usually genius. But it's not a bad one. What are the best blog websites for SEO?
1: I think, I'm assuming that they're talking probably about link building. So you want to go with... Uh, I know you don't like it, but I use Blogspot, WordPress.com, dot com, Weebly, LiveJournal, Tumblr, uh, Medium. Right now, is killing it, um, and that's just off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, um, you, you mentioned that I, I'm not a fan of of Blogspot and WordPress, like the main the main the main sites. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I'm the resident of white hat, so I am kind of obligated to say this, but. But no, I mean, if I'm thinking of any links that are probably not going to be valued uh, or are going to be the biggest red flag for Google that there might be some manipulation there, I can't think of And the, the most kind of links that have been put in the disavow file. And this is not only from my opinion, but from studies that people have done into what did you disavow? And everyone told, told everyone what they disavowed. And Blogspot and WordPress.com were the first two websites they disavowed. If there's going to be any links that are either useless or going to flag, put up a red flag for Google, I think it's going to be from those those domains, and so I just like to avoid them. That's all. That's all. It's not like I, if I see them in someone's backlink profile, I tell them you have to disavow those, or you know, I, not nothing like that. But I don't know. I think, and this could be part of the debate portion of the show, the friendly <laughs> debate portion. I'm I think it's probably a waste of time using those. But I mean, if you're using them, I'm sure you probably see some result from doing so. Have you Have you, have you ever? done an empirical test on it, a single variable test
1: for well here's the way i put it if you're doing tier one backlinks to your site they're going to be branded so you're going to have your brand name dot blogspot your brand name dot wordpress.com uh, if you're doing if anyone's ever tried to do a penalty recovery audit the easiest thing to spot are those fake uh, subdomains with the on those particular sites. Mm-hmm. And it's the the manual penalty guys are they're onto that too. You, you know, you can there's only so many variations you can say SEO one two three ABC XYZ kind of crap. So right and those those just stand out and that's what makes them look. So I think they're useful if they're if they're done right. Uh a lot better for tier two. Um but you know, as as it goes for his question, the core question. If I was picking one right now that I wanted to do and use as a parasite for SEO, it'd be medium, medium all day long.
0: Medium.
1: Medium, yeah.
0: Like m e d i u m. dot yep. com.
1: Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it in backlink profiles. Maybe you were given some of my customers' backlinks. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a pretty popular site, actually. I'm sure they found it all on their own. Okay, let's look at the next question here. And if this particular person happened to be asking, "What are the best websites out there to read about SEO?" Um, I would. Uh, someone mentioned Neil Patel. I'd say boo horns to that. No offense to Mr. Patel, but I don't find his information particularly good. Or Backlinko, for that matter. I don't find their information, his information, very good either. Uh, mm. In my experience, they're usually just selling something. But um, I would look for for Google information. I would find I would I would watch the John Mueller Hangouts. That's directly from the source. I would follow uh, Gary Elisha on Twitter. I'd followed uh, Danny Sullivan, who now works for Google. There's some new SEO news for you. Danny Sullivan is now kind of the Matt cuts for Google and is working for Google now. So um, I don't know how that's going to go. We'll have to watch that. And SE Roundtable. Whatever you think of Barry Schwartz, SE Roundtable usually does a pretty good job of of uh, Forensically uh, documenting everything going on in the SEO world, and noticing when there's a big shakeup in the SERPs, and you can kind of coordinate. If you had a drop March last year, you can kind of go to seroundtable.com. Se round. Actually, uh, actually, going to open a new here. Um, you can just go here. I have it bookmarked to seroundtable.com category slash updates, and you can kind of. Go and see. Oh, okay, I got a hit in uh, June of this year. And you could check June. You could see. Oh, was there any updates you talked about in June? And uh, looks like there was. <laughs> so there was an. Uh, so you could kind of diagnose a little bit whether it was a everyone hit you or you just got hit by yourself. You know, that's maybe help, might help a little bit. But uh, I, I like using that site for that. Okay, so they ask. Uh, what is the difference? Here's an interesting question actually. What is the difference between method and strategy in SEO? What is the difference between method and strategy? This is kind of like asking. I know uh, Clint has a military background, I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. Uh, it's kind of like asking in Clausewitz, what's the difference between t- uh, tactics and strategy?
1: It's kind exactly. of the same question, yeah. I think it is the same question.
0: Um, uh, I like philosophical questions because I was doing a PhD in philosophy, so this kind of turns me on. Uh, you know, so I think in SEO, when it comes to strategy, it's your it's it's SEO is really only part of marketing, which is really only part of business, and and really you kind of have to think of it, in my opinion, in that hierarchical structure. Your SEO budget should not go so far that you're not getting money back. The whole purpose of your business, presumably, is to make money. <laughs> so if your SEO budget is ten thousand a month, but you're only making a thousand. Unless you've got some kind of plan there where eventually that's going to change, <laughs> that's which sometimes that's the way it works for SEO, it could cost a lot of money to try and rank in in very uh, 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 expensive niches, very, very, very competitive niches. You could drop 10000 bucks a month in SEO. People have with me, I have before, to try and rank in certain niches, uh, and then hopefully you start making that money back, right? Um, for example, uh, and that's the way it works. For example, I want to show you an example um, while I'm thinking of it. So, very recently, uh, a, a client asked me uh, what was going on with his website. And uh, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this live just trying to find it because now nah, I'm going to be looking forever and I won't be able to see it. But uh, maybe I'll find it later. Who knows? But, uh, uh, no, I can't see it. Uh, Boo earns. Don't do it live on air. But, um, uh, I, I, but long story short is this guy, uh, the, the client of mine uh, who, 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 was, who was wondering why sales were down. I'm like, well, I don't know why sales are down, but your SEO is, is great. Uh, last, in the last month, you got 14,000 clicks from, from Google from over 500 page one rankings. And if uh, I put that into AdWords and show you what you would paid in AdWords, it would have been around 35000 bucks, because it was 14.8 uh, thousand clicks at the average uh, cost per click of $2.40. $2. So you do the math, that ends up being around $35,000. So that's why you do SEO, right? Because eventually it costs money to start, but eventually you, you have these free listings on Google. And if you maintain it, you can maintain it. It would have cost you could possibly tens or hundreds of thousands and ads were AdWords to maintain that, going over time. AdWords, uh, I don't know if you would agree, Clint. You tell me, but I think for the vast majority of niches, AdWords is pound for pound far more expensive than doing SEO over the over the long term.
1: Over the long term, for sure. Definitely.
0: So um, when it comes to SEO strategy and SEO methodology, uh, you know tactics are what you're doing to on a daily basis to try and get the SEO uh, get, get your SEO to where you want it to be. and that's where the tactics vary and differ. SEO strategy is all the same and I work more on strategy and consultation. Uh, uh, you know we of course do implement SEO uh, methodologies and tactics, but those change almost on a daily basis. And, and you, you ever noticed I don't Clint, maybe you, you'll agree or disagree with this. you know like for a long time there, maybe not now, but for a long time there people thought SE nuke was the entirety of SEO. Like all you had to do was learn SE nuke or this piece of SEO software, or that piece of SEO software, and that was like the entirety of SEO. That was both their strategy and tactics at the same time. Um, uh,
1: the same as with uh, YouTube for that's a good example too, is the YouTube you know making mass videos, and that is now your your strategy and tactic to generate PPL.
0: Right, right. And there's so many, like the strategy is, make money. That's the strategy, really. <laughs> it's it's part of marketing. It's 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 getting your brand out there, getting people to you, either putting your message out there to them or they find it and they come to you, whichever way it is. Uh, but the, the, the tactics of SEO differ and change. I think there's some general rules of thumb, especially on the white hat side and definitely on the black hat side too, because at the end of the day, uh, you know, white hat and black hat are kind of like the yin-yang. They kind of you can't have black hat without white hat i don't think uh, maybe in some extreme cases if you're super super black hat you're just cranking out 10,000 auto generated sites and and a million auto generated links and then you take that down and you just completely restart but there's still there's still keyword density you got to do and and typically white hat stuff there so i think they're kind of connected at least in my opinion what do you think
1: i think so I'm sorry I was, I'm looking at the other site too so. <laughs> oh, okay. You're you're multitasking. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay, and so the final question here on Cora. What is the best free WordPress slider plugin? I have I don't even know what a WordPress slider is. That's another thing. People think that like WordPress is the entirety of web development or that WordPress is the entirety of SEO. It's so many interesting little niches and so many interesting little communities but you know when it comes down to it i think the, the strategy of seo is knowing how to do it completely at a theoretical level and then being able to implement that strategy once you understand because if you don't do it that way if you don't understand why the site's gone down you know if you don't understand seo strategy you'll never under, you'll never, never be able to diagnose what's going wrong in an seo campaign you can just follow steps for a while but I, this is, again, this is my opinion, and you feel free to disagree, Clint. But if you don't understand SEO strategy, uh, I think you're going to run into some trouble later on, especially if you want to – if you do SEO for clients, you've got to understand SEO strategy because local SEO is quite different from global SEO, which is quite different from other language SEO, which could be different from different niches of SEO, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, plus if you're not – if you don't understand the strategy, which is, you discussed is the big picture behind SEO then you're reliant on tactics that, you know, Google can kill today, tomorrow, next week, you know, and then your business is toast. So you have to uh, expand your mind a little bit and kind of understand things, you know. I depend on WordPress. I like WordPress because it's just easy for me. It's easy for me to teach clients. But Mm -hmm. I know HTML. If I have to, I can make make an HTML-only site. I'm learning JavaScript. Uh, So, you know, I got to expand and be ready to adapt to that learning e-commerce platforms like shopify i learned more than i really want to know about shopify at this point um, <laughs> yeah. yeah me too <laughs> and then that beast magento that you know that's that's and the all. next one i'm tackling so um,
0: definitely i think
1: this question is more to the point where where it's he's looking for the best free thing and quite frankly when it comes to wordpress plugins i don't know very many of them that are the best of anything that are free everyone is that I use or I use on a client site or a site that's making me money is a premium thing because it's supported, it's not going to get hacked, Uh, and then if it does get hacked, there's going to be a team behind it to fix that kind of stuff, so.
0: Definitely, for sure. Okay, so fantastic. Let's move on then to the promised site clinic section and SEO question section. So I notice we've got a lot of questions in the the chat there. We've got a lot of sites that have been put up. So the first one I see there that I'm going to look at is inkbotdesign.com, uh, and uh, if you don't want me to show, I mean, you you put your your URL out there, so I'm presuming it's perfectly fine if we take a look at this. Uh, um, and uh, and again, I should mention whenever we do one of these site clinics, the SEOs tend to be very direct <laughs> in their suggestions. So do not feel bad. Do not feel like we're bashing you. Don't don't feel like we're bashing your website. We've got limited time to communicate information, and so we're going to be direct. I'm going to tell you what we think. Um, You know, we're not the moral police. You don't. You don't have a moral obligation to make a good website. We're not Google. (laughs) You know, although I'm a white hat SEO, I'm the first guy to say, listen, if you want to make a a a website that hurts my eyes, by all means, do that. I'm just going to tell you that might not help. That may or may not help you uh, accomplish your marketing goals. Because again, as we've discussed. Your SEO goals, are your marketing goals, right? At the end of the day, you got to make some money, and that's what we need to do. So, I'm going to take a look. Uh, Clint, is that the first one you took a look at there, or did you take a look at a different one?
1: I got the uh, I got Beta Dad blog is the site that I have opened right now.
0: Okay, man. Do you have something you want to say about that while well, I take a look at this Ink, ink bot one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking at the homepage and stuff. Uh, I can, from what I gather, it looks like the first, the. The purpose of the site is going to be an Amazon affiliate site, so not too bad of a concept. I see where you're going with it. You're kind of leveraging that mommy blogger uh, thing, but going on from the, the dad perspective, which is actually really popular these days. Uh, I don't read the blogs myself, but it, you know, it's dealing in the market and, and having some interaction with people that are in this kind of market uh, is really good potential for what's, what you're doing. You are ranking for keywords. Most of them are kind of stuck at page three and four, which, you know, it's not giving you any traffic. That's SEMrush. Obviously, your analytics will tell tell you a little bit more about that. I'd go into uh, get yourself an SEMrush account or find someone who can run an SEMrush keyword volume report for you and where you're ranking and start boosting those up some things like baby thermometer best that's an amazon affiliate term you can monetize right away you're ranking number 60 for it uh nasal operator best thermometer for a tolerator see all these things you can you can uh, monetize really quickly at amazon so if you just put a little bit of a juice into it your interlinking is all right i don't see a pattern behind it though um, but i obviously i'm not looking at a, a graph layout of the site in that way um also would look to from a conversions perspective or maybe even just a you know knowing the niches a little bit let kind of make this it's a cold it is it looks like a guy made the site which is not horrible but it doesn't you know your audience is really women there's dads that are going to read it but women is really he's going to see your blog post and he's going to buy uh, from you, so you need to kind of address that a little bit Feminize this just a little bit You don't have to take all the masculinity out of it. but Just a touch would be cool uh, And in general, I think that's really about all I saw on this one that kind of stood out to me
0: Sweet Thanks very much Clint. If you have any more questions about that uh, Whose ever website he was talking about please ask them in the chat We'll get to that. I was looking at this website here, and I'll share it so, you guys could see what I'm looking at here. It was a branding agency called Inkbot Design. Now, it has this giant hero image uh, and uh, just a call to action view our work. Um, you know, I kind of like websites like this, but I want to check your analytics to make sure that people are actually clicking this and that they're, and or if they're not, they're scrolling down here. You're showing your uh, companies you work for, that's fantastic uh you know so a big kind of design like this can quite often and, and testimonials are fantastic so this design does not scream out to me like it's a problem but uh again we want to see the bounces and, and the user clicks they are important for seo again your google analytics will tell you that you could also install something like crazy egg and it would tell you whether people are actually scrolling past this point if they're just clicking this or they're seeing this they're bouncing away google analytics will also tell you if you, most of your customers are on mobile or if they're on desktop, because your mobile design, of course, is going to look totally different. When I do check out your site here in Google, you have 576 results. That's an approximate number. That number is not going to be precise. If I do some of my trickery here and do at start equals 990, let's see what Google thinks of you. They seem to have uh, your your brand a bit. So uh, whenever I see this result, when I do that, it seems to me that Google is either got duplicate content, thin content, or they're filtering you in some way, shape, or form. So for example, let's see if I can see if they're filtering you at all. And a quick way, if you ever wonder if you have any duplicate content on your website, a quick way to, to find that is to do a mid-sentence search. So you just copy and paste a, a middle of a sentence. Try not to have any meta characters in it, because I could screw up the search. And just put it in quotations and search it. And it looks like there are a couple of diff- different domains that are using the exact same text. Now again, that was just one little piece of text I took, I took out of context. That could be the only page duplicated. That could be the only sentence duplicated. But this, if you want a five-second way to see if you have any duplicate content, that's how you do it. And I see here, I'm not surprised at all, there is some duplicate content from other websites, um, miscreantmedia.com, it looks like, or iwebcheck.com. That So forget this one. This is just someone uh, scraping you. But this one is not someone scraping you. So again, it's not uh, the best idea to have duplicate content. If you can rewrite that, that'd be good. And as I said, there seems to me to be a reason why Google is concatenating your brand. This is what I, whenever I see this, it usually means that you have some kind of filtering problem with Google. Uh, i checked you out in it SEM, Rush. Sorry, what's that?
1: And that- do you see a difference for using the HTTP versus not when you do this?
0: Uh, you know, I never noticed that before. Why, do you get something just,
1: different? Yeah, I just did it, and it gave me something completely different.
0: Oh, let's see. Do tell. Uh, let me try. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, share screen is on the top left there. Yeah,
1: the thing. There you go. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. So I did it without the HTTP, and then I got his domain. Yeah,
0: 576 results. It's the same that I got. If you put start 990 at the end of that uh, URL bar.
1: Let me get that.
0: All the garbage Google puts in there for all the information they're tracking about us.
1: Geez, where's the end button?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just I would do Command Arrow on on the Mac. I don't know. Question, if you're probably on question mark start nine ninety. Uh, no, just ampersand. That was ampersand. Ampersand, uh, Shift seven. Oh, fancy. Start start equals nine ninety.
1: There you go. Uh, I got stuff.
0: That's weird. Maybe
1: took the data you to, center you're on it hates
0: Took you to page 11 for some reason. That's weird. Well, here, let me. Um, that's that's odd. Here, let me let me do it again. Here, I'll do it again. So so not with the without the HTTP. I do a site colon. I get 575 results and again. That number is completely you know fictitious. And I'm on. <laughs> let's do apples to apples. I'll go to Google.com. Hey Google, I want to use.com. Always pushes me to the Canada. Let's do it from scratch. Always pushes me to the Canada one. OK, Google.com. No. <laughs> Blame Canada with all their hockey hubba and that bitch and Mary too. OK, so Google.com, no HTTP. I go to the end here. I do ampersand start equals 990. And I get the, I get the same dealio. So I don't know. I've never noticed so a difference in Canada between Canada again. Bah, Canada! <laughs> Damn it! It could be a data data center issue too. Yeah, I maybe that's what it is. That. it might give something different. No, or it he,
1: has their, he has it targeted in Search Console to not go to Canada.
0: Possibly, yeah. I, I've never noticed that uh, changing the indexing of a site. I, I've only noticed it uh, changing the rankings of a site. Hmm. I do believe that they will still index you across all data centers. And they update those data centers usually within seconds, as I understand it. They used to be uh, days, but with after after caffeine, it's seconds. So anyway, there seems to be some duplicate content here. That's not a fantastic thing. I think your design looks looks well enough. Um, if I check you out here in SEMrush, uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, SEMrush is probably one of the most popular and best SEO tools out there. If you'd want to know what what generally someone's rankings are, this is really the only tool that's going to tell you, unless you have access to the site and you can see their Search Console or their Google Analytics. It is the SEO uh, consultant's tool of choice, that and Ahrefs probably, or or some like Majestic and some like Moz. But SEMrush is kind of uh, the only tool really that does this. It, to, to this extent there's tons of stuff in here like to how to find backlinks and how to Content uh, content uh, things you can do for content and whatnot. I'm gonna have Tyler from SEMrush come back and give us another demo at some point in the near future So if you're wondering what SEMrush does I've also been talking with uh, Tim solo of HRFs. hopefully I'll get him, him here on the show and I've been talking with uh, a, a, a Very high-profile white hat. I want to get him on the show to talk so there's plenty of stuff coming up Keep make sure you keep watching my Twitter or subscribe and follow follow me on uh, YouTube, and you can follow and watch the show. So anyway, this is what you're ranking for on the first page. Again, not not very much. Um, definitely not what you want to be ranking for. Um, so if I uh, I'm assuming you probably want for this site, you probably want to rank for uh, branding agency Belfast. I'm assuming that's what you would want to rank for, right? Branding a and see well fast. If that is the case, let me give you a sense. I use another tool called Serpworks. It's S E R P W O R X and this gives me at a glance. Now again, this is a 5 second kind of competitive analysis. If I did an SEO audit for you, I might find tons of other reasons why I wouldn't do what I said in the competitive analysis. You can't beat an SEO audit. SEO audit is the best thing to do. It's like your doctor looking at you for 30 seconds or your doctor running 20 tests on you to know for sure what your health is at. There really is no there's no, there is no, no substitute for an SEO audit in my, in my opinion. That being said, I'm going to give you some from the hip 40,000 foot 5 second ideas. If you wanted to rank here, your PA really is important. That's one of the closest approximations we have to page rank. And it looks like you're going to have to have, I see five is the highest. You're going to be have to be within 30 to 50 PA. I mean, that's the first uh, guess. Uh, for your trust flow, you're going to need at least, it looks like 10 to 32. And trust flow is a measure of how many clicks you get through the link. So not only do you need powerful links, you're going to need some that uh, uh, get actual clicks through them. You uh, Newspapers would be fantastic if you want to do something newsworthy, Want to do a charitable event and get some some love that way? That'd be fantastic. That'd be the White Hat way of doing it, or you could just buy them. <laughs> that would be that would be more in the the the, the Clint area of, of way of doing it. Uh, some of your competitors have been buying links, lots of them spammy ones, or they've been getting negative SEO, one or the other, and uh, they have a pretty high spam score. That's not great. Uh, also, you want to make sure your on-page SEO is done right. You should have branding agency of Belfast through in your site. These people don't. I'm amazed that they don't. So this is kind of, in terms of an on-page um, uh, perspective, this particular SERP, you could, you could, you could dominate the on-page for this right away by just mentioning branding agency Belfast once. <laughs> you know, that's all you would have to do because no one is mentioning it here at all. It looks like, uh, even though they're ranking for it. Uh, this, again, this is the keyword density of what's on their actual page, uh, uh, and and specificity. As far as we know, still beats out uh, partial match. Exact match beats out partial match. Even though Google's uh, Hummingbird and RankBrain will, of course, rank sites that don't mention Branding Agency Belfast anywhere for Branding Agency Belfast. So, in general, that's kind of what you need to do. They have around 70 to 2,000 links. It doesn't really matter the number of links you have. What matters is the page authority you get out of it. Uh, and again, if you want to rank for that, you have to have a page kind of dedicated to this. You could do your index page as well. Uh, it's going to be kind of dedicated to it. So I also checked you have a canonical. That's fantastic. Your titles are great. I checked a couple of other things, but that's what I can tell you, my friend, right now for that. Uh, now let's move on to the next ones here that I can find. So uh, do you have another one there queued up, uh, Clint, that you want to talk about?
1: Uh, there is one in there. It's credito.com.do. Cause we've seen this one before. Site's really light uh, on content. Uh, it's actually one of those one-page sites. From what it looks like, it's not even uh, built out all the way. So, have well, seen that guy before. Do that. Yeah, there's Move nothing to help <laughs> with that one.
0: I don't. I don't want. I don't want someone taking up the double time unless you have something uh, cool to say or what you wanted to say about it.
1: Not really, fix the site for ADs. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, uh, one thing when you're given free advice from an SEO, do it. <laughs> don't come back, and then what should I do now? you haven't done anything, you know maybe you have, I don't know, maybe, maybe we're being we're just not seeing enough. but like I said, uh, a free site clinic is nowhere near as good as an SEO audit. If you while I'm thinking about it, by the way, if you want an SEO audit, just so you know, we do that kind of thing. Email me at joshbashinsky at gmail.com or, or check out uh, Clint's website, digitalear.com. So I see Jen Peterson has posted a site called reflectioncenter.com. I'm going to take a, start taking a look at this one. All
1: right. I'm looking at uh, ShopBot. It's Quebec, shopbot.ca. Ah, Quebec. Yeah. And he's killing it. He's got e-commerce site. Uh, looking at the SEMRS traffic alone, he's... Yeah, he's killing it. kind of jealous uh, really good rankings good on the branding uh, with that metrics are awesome which indicates to me you're doing a good job with uh, your backlinking you're not getting spammy um, here's one, one thing I want to point out is probably to take a lesson for everybody especially if you're in e-commerce is we've tested it in SIA and we know that these category pages are ranking higher than the individual product pages so like an example. I brought their tablets page up, and you can see what they did here. It's really good. They just kind of they named the, the the category, and then they took and they added all this this content right here, kind of just telling what the category is about. Typically, this is a little light and it's not gonna help. So what they did is they created that little introductory paragraph. So what is it? It's a store about tablets. What's it about? I can buy tablets and here's the tablets. For the search engines, they have so much more content down here uh, that people need to you know, kind of think about and leverage for their own uh, e-commerce sites, especially uh, these category pages is kind of build those out. Uh, I know a lot of people build these in Shopify and they're a little bit limited to what they can do on these category pages, but WooCommerce, you can add this kind of stuff uh, and and, and optimize it. Magento playing around with that a little bit. I'm pretty sure you can do that too. Uh, But look at, especially if you're in a Shopify, guys, kind of set yourself apart and optimize these category pages. Look at his page here as a really good example of how to pull that off. Uh, products wise he's got so many products honestly I don't see uh, a point in optimizing them unless you you know you're gonna get a real big seller uh, for example uh, but a lot of this stuff looks like it's redirecting like that one, I just clicked on it and redirect to the Dell site um, so uh, I just you kind of figure out how you're what you're gonna do with this and what's the purpose of it maybe you're getting affiliate commissions from that click maybe this is a CPA thing I'm not really sure uh, but that's uh, pretty good. And that, anyway, that's my takeaway from this is look at this guy's site for how to optimize a category page for e com
0: Cool. That's awesome. Do you, So I, I, get, I get a lot of SEO clients and a lot of them have uh, Shopify as well. Uh, I, I don't particularly like it. Um, I find that it's a little bit limited or, or it seems to kind of put them in a bit of a box and the box it puts them in doesn't always lend itself to selling very well. I don't know, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you like Shopify or would you go, did, you mentioned WooCommerce as well?
1: Yeah, you know, it's easy for them. and I think it's really why they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, when you when you trade off ease for functionality is kind of where that goes. So from my perspective, you can work with it as an SEO. Google Tag Manager helps a lot. Knowing how to get around those liquid t- templates on the pages, uh, that helps a lot. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I You know, honestly, if I had my own products and I was selling them on e-comm, I'd get a platform that I could host on my own server I'm not relying on anybody yeah. else. You know, I don't know. One day all hell breaks loose and Shopify dies. Now your business mm-hmm. is gone. So
0: <laughs> it's entirely possible. It could be bought out and changed uh, fundamentally or hacked. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean. Quite often, I'll just say this. Quite often, the easiest solution for web development is not always the best solution, especially when it comes to SEO. Uh, so just keep that in mind. I mean, you would never dream of opening up a brick and mortar store uh, uh, that's made by by a prefab solution that that builds your your building, right? You know, you're going to have professionals with degrees. Engineering and architecting your building, your brick and mortar store, and they're going to build it to code, custom. And yeah, it's going to be expensive, but that's because you know very well you need a building to sell out of. Why would you ever think that a website that they can make in five seconds, or that you know it's it's easy, like Wix. I, I can't stand Wix. They'll make your <laughs> website in three seconds. You know, uh, why would you ever dream that would be good enough to sell out of, or that that it would have all, all of the things that you particularly needed? Uh, if you have the money, I would spend it and get a real, uh, a, a real cross people to 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 do up your website properly with the proper technologies that are future uh, future thinking. Uh, uh, what you need, and and go from there. Because once you're married to a platform, you're kind of stuck with it. And if they have SEO problems, you know you might not be able to recover from that. Yep. Okay, so I'm taking a look at this other side here. It's uh, called. Uh, ReflectionCenter.com. It looks not too bad. Let me show you what it looks like. It appears to be some kind of cosmetic, uh, a cosmetic medicine site. Um, I, I You know, at first glance, it looks pretty good to me, and it, it, it's a pretty sexy design, both figuratively and literally. Quite frankly, it's a good selection of models there. Um, you know, it, I, I you know I hate to be crass, but sex sells, and that's just the way it is. Um, It never hurts to have good-looking people on your website Usually in in most cases Uh, They seem to be uh, in in New Jersey. They seem to be uh, looking for best medical spa in New Jersey They seem to be a local and if you're wondering how they're ranking they seem to be doing pretty good Uh, They got number one rankings here in in SEM rush for a lot now This is all just based on their brand But it seems like there's a lot of people looking for their brand, so They must do a lot of uh, marketing that is a like we were talking about strategies and methodologies earlier. That's again, of course, a perfectly valid strategy. That that Google has even mentioned. There's nothing wrong with uh, with uh, pre-selling people to 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 want your brand and to search for you directly. Some people have even theorized, and I, I think I probably agree that it's a direct ranking signal in Google for Google to see people searching your brand over and over and over again, or what are called navigational searches. And people have even tried to uh, manipulate that in a white hat way, like buying a radio ad or buying a TV ad, or even a black hat way, having computer programs fake searching your brand and clicking on your website. I personally would not recommend that last way <laughs> uh, because it's uh, like crowdsearch.me, for example. It seems to hurt sites as much as help them. But uh, back a few years ago, it seemed to be working. Now, definitely not. But, but they even have other rankings here, uh, laser hair removal, Livingston. Uh, A reflections cosmetic. uh, Let's see, laser hair removal Warren, New Jersey. So they've got some rankings here. So it's not all bad. So again, just like the one you looked at, there, Clint, it's pretty good. Um, If I had to say what I think needs to be done here, so let me see here. Let me pick. um, uh, What do they want to rank? Best medical spa is that? I'm assuming you want to rank for best medical spa, uh, New Jersey, because that's what you have in your title. If not, then that shouldn't be in your title. <laughs> but Oh, I checked quickly. Uh, if you do an info colon, if you want to know what what is the canonical URL in Google, you want to make sure you know what the canonical URL in Google is, what Google thinks your main website is, do an info colon search. Info colon, and it, whatever it gives you back, this is what Google thinks is your canonical homepage. And it is registering the HTTPS. And so it looks like they implemented HTTPS correctly. I couldn't see any problems with that. So if you want my best advice here, let's go Best Medical. Oh, let's, let's spell it correctly. Best Medical Spa, New Jersey. If I do that, oh, I want to use .com. I don't know why it keeps redirecting me here. So I'll get some works. Now, of course, um, the map pack. Uh, geographic location is very important. Uh, reviews are very important, both the number of them and the positivity. Having your, um, your Google My Business page fully fleshed out with videos, a 360 degree tour, um, comments, pictures, uh, that's all very important for local ranking. For if you want to rank underneath here, uh, it's interesting that we have three results from Yelp. That tells me something right away. And, but we do have uh, reflectioncenter.com. They are showing up here. Um, uh, so they are showing up for it. So if they wanted to move up the rankings for that, this is what they would need to do. Again, all the stuff I just said for, for local, again, reviews, number of reviews. You can never have enough reviews. You can, they can never be positive enough. Make sure you, you address all the negative ones. Pictures, a 360-degree tour is the first thing I would recommend. It's a huge, powerful local ranking signal if, if you can do it. And it looks to me like these people would have a nice, uh, a nice uh, a waiting room or a foyer that they could they could video, uh, they could take a picture of. So that'd be a fantastic thing. Um, again, at first glance, I would say um, if you got three Yelp reviews here, that means to me that this is probably not um, the most highest quality search results page. I think what's probably happening in this section is is you have a lot of looky loos, we call them where people are like looking around, comparing your prices, humming and hawing, deciding, going back and forth between these pages, deciding if they want to get something like cosmetic, cosmetic surgery. And as well, they should. They should make an informed decision and be very careful in that regard. Your job on your website is to make sure that they uh, don't go anywhere else, that when they come to this site, they go, ah, this is telling me exactly what I want to know above the fold. This is giving me exactly the information I want. This is allaying my fears. It's I hate to be crass, and again, this is talk we're talking about medical procedures here, which you know all the best ethics have to be applied. But just to just to be blunt for a second, it's sales 101. Uh, you know, you have to allay their fears. You have to make them feel comfortable. You have to any negative emotions they're feeling, you need to get rid of. Any positive emotions, you need to boost, so that they feel comfortable with this. Uh, you know these these numbers definitely could be more prominent uh, for people who want to call. Uh, a lot of people don't look and see them on the top right hand side here. Uh, for a contact form, I would definitely not have make them fill out this much information. I would uh, the, 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 the less information, the better. The more fields they have to fill out, the higher percentage chance that they won't because they'll be annoyed. So I would make it easier to contact you, if at all possible. So when I'm looking at this, it looks like if I check your, uh, let me see here. If I check your, this is reflectioncenter.com. That's the same one, right? Yes, it is. So you got a PA47. That's fantastic. That's already in range of where you need to be. You don't need any more links. In fact, you have the most. You have the highest pay of all these. Stop stop buying links. You don't need them. That's not what you need. Um, Right now. Your keyword density is is good, too. Your keyword density is is higher. The keyword density is 0.01%. Yours is 0.06%. I would not make it any higher. In fact, there's some arguments you might even want to make it a little bit lower. In fact, our testing shows you don't want to go any more than 100% more than the average. And you are uh, five, uh, 700% more than the average. So, but again, it's such a low number. I I don't think I would necessarily remove any mentions of it. I don't see any keyword stuffing here, per se. Let me see. Let me search here for best medical spa in New Jersey and see if I see obvious keyword stuffing. No, you say it once. (laughs) So that's not keyword stuffing. That's what you need to do. You need to say it once. And is this an H1? This should be an H1. If I inspect this element, uh, I can see uh, yes, it's an H1. That's what it's supposed to be. Good. By the way, in Google, in Chrome, you can you can uh, you can see things. You can inspect the HTML. Just highlight it and right click and say inspect. And not only will it give you the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, mobile phone version, what it looked like in a mobile phone. And I can alter this. Say hey, I can go to I can, I can this and I can make this whatever I want. I can make it a, a Nexus Six P. I can make it an iPhone six. I can do whatever I want. I can just make it responsive, and I can dictate what the uh, what the uh, uh, size should be. So you can see what it looks like for people who have different size monitors and whatnot. But not only that it'll let me edit the look at the HTML when I when I press inspect. So quality. I think you probably need some a quality update, even though and which is might be surprising to some people because this is actually a qu- quite a nice looking website. I don't know if, if you think it's nice looking, Clint, but I think it's nice looking. Uh, and I'm not I'm not being facetious. I mean, I think the website. Ignore the models. I think the website looks pretty good. Uh, and uh, I think you know, it mouse is over. If I want to do, uh, you know, whatever I want to do, body sculpting procedures. I click that. It takes a couple seconds to load. Oh well, this page is not looking so great. Wait a minute, I am going to start taking it back. This page probably could use some work. I don't know, I would check your clicks. How many people people actually view this video? If people actually view it, keep it up top, but I think people are probably looking for this content. They're probably looking for some information. Um, it looks here like also, I'm not sure how well that's gonna work out. And you got the floating become a patient today. That's good, I would just make this less, less, um, uh, again, less arduous to fill in. So that's what I can say about this website from a 40,000 foot view. You already have the links. Don't buy anymore I think I would work on quality uh, in my opinion. That's what I would do Mr.. Butler What do you got brewing on your end of things
1: uh, I? Stopped I was looking and watching you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was so mesmerizing. No, I know what you're looking at, looking at. <laughs> there was some nice pictures on that website, and that's what caught your eye
1: <laughs> Yeah, that was it I was also, there's another question in there. Uh, you might come to it talking about Angular and JavaScript and doing SEO for that. Pointed out that there was a test done. Angular version 2 is not actually Google Search Console's not reading it. Uh, the content's not indexed, and the text URLs aren't getting indexed. So, uh, if you're going to mess with the Angular JS or any JavaScript type, go check out that link. I put it in the chats just to make sure that you're using a form or of it that will actually be beneficial to SEO. Um, It's cool to make something out of one of these sites because it's pretty, it's the newest technology, but if it's not going to provide benefit for the largest traffic source on the planet, then you might have issues.
0: All right. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, Let's see here if I can find any straight questions. We can answer some questions for a while. Mindsaw, website design, SEO, and digital marketing. Hey, I know who you you guys are. Uh, Hey, Josh, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Uh, They ask, what do you think about WordPress mass-building pages? What do we think about WordPress mass-building pages? Um, I'll let Clint take that to start, (laughs) and then I have an opinion (laughs) about it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, if if you've never done it before, it's something that you should probably go ahead and just experiment with uh just know that you're not going to make a whole lot of money but you're going to learn a lot of things about indexing uh site maps the where the line is for duplicate content that kind of stuff uh and you can also get some intelligence out of it you know in some free traffic uh and no like if you have a mass page let's go let's stay with the cosmetic uh, dent or surgery since we're on that that niche so you know you're gonna do a, a, a money site about cosmetic surgery, was gonna be a lead gen site, so you're gonna have, uh, and you wanna find out which cities are gonna generate you the most traffic and be easy wins for you. Create a mass page site, uh, optimize it for those keywords, see where all your winners are, delete it, and then make the, the right sites on your, on your money site is one option. Uh, Another one that I've used is for paper call, make mass page sites and then uh, put a paper call number in there uh, as a CPA uh, and get paid for those. Uh, And that's an option too. This is not by any means, however, if you're using mass page tools to build a mass page site, it's not a money making it uh, or a long-term play for you. It should be just, you know, you build 10, 15, 20 of those things, let them kind of add up. Uh, and, and just kind of have that nice little spending money for your other projects is really what I would use those for. Um like we're then again, about- you can build the mass sites. Kalzoo, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Chris Winters and his, his program. Uh, and he, the, he makes mass sites, but they're doing it manually uh, and individually just kind of spreading out as they go to increase their paper our PPL volume. Um, that's just another way to do it.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to butt in there, Clint. I mean, I just, it's interesting because, uh, I mean, this is a whole nother thing that you could spend a year doing and, and get, get, get to be a master of. It's a whole nother, uh, I don't want to say gimmick, but it's a whole nother tactic. It's a whole nother, you know, subset of a subset of a subset of, of ways of, of monetizing uh, pages. At the end of the day, you have to make pages. They have to be interesting. They have to sell stuff that people want. You have to make a commission off of it. You have to get people to those pages somehow. That, I mean, I think is basically SEO in a nutshell, or internet marketing in a nutshell, which you can do SEO to do. You can get paid traffic to do. What platform you can do it on. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on WordPress. You can do it on here. You can do it on there. There's so many different ways to skin that cat. So, uh, again, just because we were talking about strategy and methodology earlier, this is a whole other thing where you know Holly is, is another black cat, a mega black cat who comes on the show all the time. She'll come on and she will talk about doing these mass pages or doing her YouTube stuff. And you could talk about that for days. And it has nothing to do with SEO in the local site. They're t- totally, completely, utterly different, but they're still in all in internet marketing. So again, it's a broad field. You know, you gotta, it's really hard for people coming into this. I can see why they would get overwhelmed. They're like, is this SEO? Is it not? Should I be doing this? Should I not? Should I try it? Should I not? You really gotta be in the business a long time and Going to shows like this, going to conferences, talking to people, and seeing what they're doing, how they're making their money, see maybe yeah I could do that too, or no that's not for me I, I have to do something else. You know it takes time it's gonna take time.
1: Yeah I so think it's like, important for beginners to kind of pick what they want to do and stick with it. Uh, if you're gonna do local SEO and that's what you want to do then stick with that. Obviously you're gonna get approached at times to do affiliate stuff and you and you're gonna be tempted to learn that just know that that's you know it's something completely different and you're not if you're doing local you're really not going to have a whole lot of time to to dedicate to an affiliate thing so um i i would pick it now see what you enjoy now and just kind of and, and stick behind that the whole time versus you know what i did i started off an of affiliate with the local running my own agency, and I'm a head of SEO for another agency at the same time, and then I'm also doing my master's degree. You know, there's only so many time, hours in the day, and eventually you just got to kind of go, screw all this. I'm gonna do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. What you're talking yeah. about there is a lot, I can assure you, having been doing the same kind of stuff. Um, iPerceptive asks, hey, guys, I appreciate all you do. I have a, co- a quotation site called iPerceptive, which I'm trying to rank for Stoicism quotes or Stoic quotes. I thought that was interesting, so I took a look at it. Uh, Let me just share the screen of what I found here. Again, very quickly, you can do a lot of your own self-diagnosis by using uh, 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 Serpworks. So if I search for Stoicism quotes, of course Seneca comes up, as well he should, being one of the main Stoics. Um, But my question is, why? (laughs) Why? Not does why Seneca come up? Why do you want to rank for this? But <laughs> we're talking about how to make money on online. I don't. I don't know. It escapes me how this could be very lucrative. But you know, maybe I'm out to lunch again. Like I said, there's a million ways to skin this cat, and maybe I just missed this way. But if you want to know, this is what basically what you're going to need. You're going to need to have a keyword density, which is uh, uh, with uh, uh, at this point about 0.28% is what you want for your keyword density based on what this chirp tells me. Your PA here is going to have to be pretty big, because you're going to have to deal with a bunch a big of a bunch of big sites. Look at how many uh, you might want to put in the, uh, the special HTML code to get a featured snippet. I have uh, both uh, Eric Lantries teaches how to do this, and I also have ways of knowing how to do this. If you want to know how to put, get a featured snippet, email me and I'll see what I can do to help you out. There's some things you need to check first before you can get a featured snippet, for example. If you have quality problems, they will not put your featured snippet up there. But if you have a healthy site that they trust and you have the right featured snippet HTML, they'll do it. But again, when I take a look at this SERP, look at this. There are two results from Goodreads here. And then the rest of them, Medium. there's there's Medium that uh, Clint already mentioned today. Pinterest gives you stoicism quotes. Just ignore that. That's going to be query deserves diversity. Same with this images uh, list here. You can't beat that. Reddit. Lifehacker, so some giant sites are ranking for stoicism quotes. It would be actually fairly difficult You'd have to have a PA of like 60 trust flow of anywhere from 20 to to 50 Uh, They might want you know um, If you had a site dedicated to stoicism quotes, they might float you up here if you had a little bit less But again, my question is why? (laughs) Why do you want to do that? So? That's my 40,000 quote, and you better have some good quality. You better have the most sexy stoicism quotes that makes people stay on your site and not bounce back and give them everything they want because uh, right now Google thinks this is a fairly low-quality SERP because they have two results from the same website. Whenever they distrust the other sites so much that they're giving you two results from the same site, uh, that tells you that there's a quality issue in general in the SERP. And that's an opportunity. Just like there's not a lot of people taking advantage of the, of the keyword density, that's another opportunity to rank there. Also, if you want to know, here's another trick. If you want to know how many people who are actually trying to rank for stoicism quotes, you put that in quotations, and then you do my start 990 trick. Start equals, well, it's not mine, the one I like to use. A lot of people know about it. And this will tell you how many pages are actually optimizing for this exact match query. And you see it is only about 70 or so. You only actually have about 67 pages to compete with. So given that there's a low there's a low quality SERP and the, the on page is not dialed in perfect, you might be able to get some traction there. But again, I warn you, there are some big players here that you're going to have some trouble like Medium, uh, 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 Goodreads, uh that you're gonna have trouble you might have trouble uh beating out at uh, pinterest beating out and and getting past okay let's go back here to the questions and see if i can dig up some more uh Wait, we can... Sorry, I,
1: no, this said why wow, you're looking what well, i got I, I get why he's making that kind of site because you can turn that into an amazon affiliate site you can turn it adsense you can sell sponsored uh placements on it because of the traffic and the traffic volume it's kind of like one of those stupid viral news sites or those ones where you got to click through 30 images to to see all the images and that kind of stuff that you see on facebook um so i get it to go along with what josh was saying kind of change the your uh, your targets to get some easy wins to build up the authority so what i did is uh he was looking at, what was it, stoicism quotes? I think it was a term he did, and I just kicked in. Auto-suggest and found stoic quotes on pain, Yes. Uh, stoic yeah. quotes on death, stoic quotes on love. Build pages for those. There's absolutely no competition over here. They did a couple of good reads on here, but I saw some other joke that you could probably beat pretty easily uh, on some of these. Like this one, pet stoic, pocketstoic.com, that, you, know, you could probably beat that one. Daily Stoic, you can beat that. Uh, modern mojo you can beat that medium you know that you now you can just get a medium link uh, and make a page link into your site kind of all roads lead to you eventually so go ahead and use medium Uh, obviously it's working because it's pocket stuck and then it's boosting that pocket page right here so um, that's all indicators to me and once you do that and you take over these pain, love, change, or whatever the auto suggests is for you, and you find all these down here in uh, in related searches, that's going to increase your relevancy for that other term and make you more competitive against those 800-pound gorillas.
0: True. It definitely will. So, I mean, that's the oldie long-tail uh, strategy. Go for the low-hanging fruit. So definitely a brilliant insight from Clint. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, regarding how you would monetize it, again, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I just like getting thirty percent commission on really big ticket items. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm greedy, but, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, like I, I, my, again, It's only, only my personal opinion. Uh, I just don't like Amazon. I like the fact that that I, I believe it's still when you get them uh, when you when you get your affiliate code in the cookie, and they go to Amazon, whatever else they buy for a twenty-four hour period, you get a you get a commission on that as well. Is that still the way it works?
1: yeah they said the 24-hour cart cookie um and then they had another one holly knows the other one but i only go after the cart one um i think it's really just a matter of you know you're going after the high volume high price or or recurring commission kind of products and the competition's a lot there, a lot higher uh versus these is not so much Uh, and then he could turn that into anything. So let's say tomorrow Amazon cancels their affiliate program, you can switch that on the site automatically, and now I'm not losing any money. I'm not dependent on Amazon's affiliate program, but this right. is a to monetize. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. To me, it just seems like it's so work intensive to unless you're auto generating this content, which you he very well could be because it's 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 quotes of the Stoics, which were written millennia ago. So I mean, they exist, right? There's no copyright. So you could just auto generate this content and probably get a site like this up and running in five minutes if you knew what you were doing and do like 20 of these, you know, the quotes of the Platonists, quotes of the, of the Romans, quotes of, the, 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 of Confucius, you know, whatever it is. And then it has nothing to do with the Amazon products per se, but you get, you get like 10,000 10, unique visitors a month just by generating these sites. And then you turn around and just put Amazon links in there or AdSense links in there. And make a little bit of money that way. It would scale up, but to me, I don't know if I'm gonna. I know how much work it is to make sites for me anyway, and uh, it depends on your skill set. Some people can whip off a site like that, and if I'm gonna do it, I want a big ticket kind of commission for me personally. But again, like I said, there's a million ways different ways to skin these cats.
1: Yeah, for my SEO, my brand site, I you know I bother. When I do bother creating something, I haven't put anything on there for a while, but when I do, it's it's a recurring product that has a good commission because I know that it's going to be a long-term thing that to take me a long time to, to rank for it. It's right, to take me to stay there, uh, so it's got to be worth it to me. Um, but, you know, again, I'm building those those Amazon-type sites too. I'm building them in the format. Like, he's doing kind of informational-ish. Uh, I've got a Rand Paul, our old Rand Paul, or uh, Ross Perot domain. I'm going to turn that into a news site and make fake news. Uh, and turn that into <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> becoming, you're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem.
1: <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs>
0: Great. We should think of some really good fake news to put on there. <laughs> That'll be fun. Okay, let's see if we can answer these last few questions here before we turn in. Chris W says, thoughts on building a and a page with schema question markup? Do you think this would work as a good supporting article to help build topical relevance to a post that's struggling in the SERPs? My answer is no. I think there'd probably be much better things you could do if you have a post that's struggling in the SERPs. There's other ways of boosting that that are much more simple and direct. But again, that's just me. Clint, what do you say?
1: I don't think there's enough uh, information there. I have used supporting pages to build topical relevance and geo relevance specifically for local to rank in the Maps and Organic. Um, but I don't think we have enough information to answer that.
0: It's hard to say. I mean, like I said, there's there's yeah. probably more important things you could be doing. Could you do it? Sure. Would it, would it super help and have super juice? No, I don't think it would have any super juice. There's other things that have better juice, like high-profile links <laughs> that would have good juice. <laughs> uh, uh, really good quality score people love that page and that answers their question perfectly uh you know etc cetera, etc cetera.
1: yeah uh, well if you're boosting relevance what i found is if you boost relevance with supporting pages i need less high quality links so i i'm doing a, t- a case study right now i tell you that the keyword is bellevue seo and i'm building pages about bellevue i did one's coffee shop near me and then a couple others and that's, and the only link, external link pointing to any of them is from a YouTube video that I made like ages ago, and I had it already there. So I just dropped the link there for that term. Uh, and right now it's ranking just off of those relevancy pages in the local search results. So I think it's something to explore if you know for a fact, like you've gone through everything. And unless you have Cora, you probably haven't gone through everything of your yeah. on page. Uh, and you have really good links and you're just not going anywhere, you know, I would explore it. You know, it's, at that point, you really had nothing to lose.
0: Yeah, I and mean, you can give it a shot. Again, there's not a lot of information there. We need probably to see a little bit more. Let's see if we can answer all these questions here. What is an alternative to area pages I need to create pages for each branch, but the info is all the same for each branch. Is there another way of ranking for all areas without creating area pages?
1: Duplicate yeah. content does not exist in local. We've seen it. Mass pages have seen it. You, Google expects it. You, they know that you're not going to make a new page for every location for the same exact business. So copy, paste, and change the locations. Yeah. Interior, I mean, you have the schema, the location schema uh, set up. That page has its own citations, and that page has its own GMB. But other than that, you don't have to do – you're overthinking it in that part.
0: Yeah, um, technically, so I ultimately, I agree, believe it or not, although technically that is doorway pages, uh, and technically Google has said specifically not to do that, but quite frankly, at the end of the day, there is no other way to rank for these other locations you want to rank for. So this is where the the, the avowed white hat has to go a little bit blackish and say, yeah, I mean, you, you got you kind of got to do it. And I, I think, personally, I think I've done so many audits, I've seen this again and again, that Google likes some of these pages, but they auto-filter some other ones. That could happen. You might not get them to pick up all the pages. But if you do what Clint said, you are making them different and that you have different uh, microdata formats, you have different GMB setups. So you do flesh out the pages, and Google knows that they're different, and you're relating to these different areas, even if the content is the same. And hey, why not make the content different? It's an easy problem to solve. Install some plugins to get some random factoids about the area into the pages, and then the pages won't be duplicated either. And you'll you'll escape that kind of doorway content page as well. And if they rotate, then they'll be fresh, and Google will come back and crawl them more often. And if- An
1: easy thing to do is duplicate the main location page. And then each city, each location is probably going to be in a different city or a different neighborhood, right about that neighborhood, and then embed that custom GMB map. There you go. Now you have a custom page.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's how people have been doing it for the last 10, 15 years. So- if you don't want to spend that money, I mean, just do your top 10 locations to make sure that they get, they get uh, or top 20 or whatever it is. You don't have to do all of them, right? So, so there are ways of making it different, like we've just mentioned, and uh, that would be my suggestion. Because technically, it is the doorway page, and that is kind of a no-no, and Google might get a little pissed off, and it'd be one check mark against, it'd be one strike against you in a three strikes are out system. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. And if you need to rank for those areas, you just need to rank for those areas, and that's just the way it is. Roderick Burnett says he's trying to figure out the type of business-to-business content to create. I feel you, Roderick. Um, you know, it's, it's just, we've been talking about this the whole show. There's a million ways to skin the cat. There's a million different affiliate offers. There's a million different CPAs. There's a million different gimmicks and tricks and, and ways to monetize your traffic. To get traffic, to monetize it, you got to find what's right for you and your skill set and the time that you have to do it. And sometimes, quite frankly, it's just luck. You just happen to meet some guy at a conference who's doing this, or you happen to listen to this show, and you're like, oh, I like that idea. I'm going to try that. And you try it out, and it works. You know, So keep plugging away at it, my friend. The Calgary Painter asks, why does my EcoStar painting site have such a shitty bounce rate and click-through rate? Um, my answer is because it's shitty site. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask a shitty question and a shitty answer. <laughs> no, Calgary Painter, I'm being facetious. I haven't seen your site or maybe I have, you sound familiar, maybe I've taken a look at it, but email me, I'll take a look, joshbushinsky at gmail.com. I'd be happy to take a look and tell you my two cents and I can also do a full audit on it. There's so many, I mean even if you have a shitty bounce rate and click through rate, that doesn't necessarily matter. That's only one factor in like 40 different primary SEO factors. And and again, if you have nothing but a bunch of looky-loos, you're you're Canadian so I could probably say looky-loos, you know what that means. If you have nothing but a bunch of looky-loos who are just humming and hawing and they're not sure, there's price shopping, then all of your competitors are going to have the same crappy bounce rate and the same crappy uh, CTR. So it's not necessarily a problem. That's an opportunity, in fact, for you to be the one that stops that search and collects all those clicks, and that would be a fantastic thing to do. Um, Saw asks uh, – I have another theory. Go ahead. Shoot. He's,
1: look at the buying cycle. I want my house painted. I want to find a painter. I'm going to go look on the internet. I'm going to find a website. I'm going to click the phone number, and I have bounced off of your site. Your bounce site is low. Your bounce rate is expected to be low, because you're optimized for the conversion good enough that it's actually working.
0: Yeah, that that you're totally right. I mean that that could be totally the case too. I mean, and the same thing applies that if you have a blog, and you're answering people's questions. And you, you you expect a very high bounce rate. You expect a 99% bounce rate because they do the search. They go to your page. They get their question answered. They leave. That's a good thing. The question is, how long did they stay? And if you know it takes 30 seconds to read the page, but 90% of people are bouncing before five seconds elapses, okay, well, there that might be a problem, right?
1: Or before they call you.
0: Right, or before they call you. At the end of the day, rankings are a major KPI, but conversions are another major KPI, and how long a time it took them to do it. Now, I will mention, there is a bit of code you need to install your Google Analytics to see for first page bounces, Google Analytics out of the box does not track one page bounces. One page visits, Google does not track the, the, the time on page properly because it doesn't have a second instance of the JavaScript to tell it, this time instance and this time instance do the math they were there for 30 seconds you need to install a set interval method that will that will pulse the the ga function uh, on a 5 second interval or i do 5 seconds you can do 15 seconds and this way it'll give you a much better a uh, average time on the site if you want if you're like what the hell you're talking about email me i'll i'll tell you what, what i'm talking about joshpachisky@gmail.com uh but warning if you do that it's going to change your bounce rate metric in Google Analytics, and it'll now be a function of who bounced before the time interval. So if you set it to five seconds, and you notice your bounce rate goes down when you do this code to 10%, that means 10% of your visitors bounced before five seconds elapsed. That's a very bad statistic, right? That means 10% of people didn't even get in the door, and they're like, turned around and said, nope, and they left. So that's not the kind of thing you want to see.
1: You can also do that with Tag Manager, so...
0: Yeah, you definitely can. Do you have a good resource on that?
1: I actually made it. Uh, it was actually a part of one of the standard tags when Tag Manager first came out, uh, and then they eliminated it. So, But I have a copy of that. So now all I have to do is just, when I go from site to site, just copy that into the new Tag Manager account.
0: Sweet, sweet. Uh, I well, hey, anyone who's using Google Tag Manager, contact Clint because that's a fantastic. I've been looking around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, email you for that. <laughs> I've been looking around because a lot of customers are using Google Tag Manager, and I don't have a good solution for them. Uh, uh, I've been searching around for one. Clint, you're, as I've said before, a genius. And finally, Snowers1 asks, what are some links I could build to inner pages that are not likely to cause a site penalty? Ooh, that's an excellent question. Uh, I will give you my white hat perspective first. The first thing I would say is, well, definitely check everything else first to make sure. There could be other reasons why you're not ranking. You can maybe improve quality first or improve your on-page first, which has no risk whatsoever. And you might be able to get to the place you want to rank before then. After you do that, number step one. Step two, the kind of links you're going to want are the kind of links that don't show up in a disavow file. So they're going to be—they're not going to look like they're purchased. They're going to look like they're on uh, or they've been placed there organically by by a blog owner. Uh, and I wouldn't—I'd uh, be very careful about making them exact match. If you want to rank for so for Seneca quotes, you might want to make the anchor text uh, 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 quotes uh, uh, quotes from Seneca or something along those lines. So it's it, it'll it'll help you rank for Seneca quotes, but you're not tripping any kind of exact match uh, filter. Um, Clint, seems that you work a lot in this area, I'm sure you might have something to add. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, honestly, it depends on your your pain threshold. Um, you know, I for mine, I created those ifttt brand networks. Mine are a little bigger than what is normally taught out there in the public. But uh, so when I post, everything's auto generated for me and my my SEO site. I don't really make backlinks for um, beyond that. For clients, we do the same thing, but then if it's a money page, we'll send uh, some other links, mostly guest blogging. PBNs, if it just gets to the point where everything else we're doing is not working uh, and you just need a little kick in the nuts, then you throw a PBN link at it a couple of times. But really, the way you should build out your links is, if I go, let's say you're doing forum backlinks, they still work if you go out and build them right you're putting bios in there you're making it look like a real real link uh and then you're sending backlinks to it and you're commenting inside the forum Mm -hmm. links to the forum profile now that is a real backlink uh blog comments those still work if you're actually leaving real comments if you're turning on scrape box and just blasting the crap out of people's blogs and not so much all the time um so it's again it's really how much pain threshold do you have uh, and the risk that you're willing to take Uh, and look at it this way if you go into your search analytics and you can spot some of your shitty links and you know they're shitty then Google manual review team can do it too and you just 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 know that that's the risk that you're taking there and you've accepted it or you clean it up
0: yeah and that's you're you're, you're, you're totally right in my opinion and um, that's why I recommend there's so many things you can do to help a page rank that have no risk whatsoever and I would do those first and maybe even get there. Uh, many of my customers, I don't even have to buy links for them. We don't have to go for any link building or anything like that. Because I can get them to page one. I can get them where they want to go just by ranking on quality and on-page stuff alone with the, with the, the organic links they've, they've already uh, acquired, or maybe even the SEO links they acquired. I don't need to add any more risk on top of that. Quite often, when, I've, when I do the audit, I find out where they're, where, what, what they're actually at for their, for their, uh, for their SEO levels. So thanks very much, guys. That's all the time we have. Sorry, Clint. Did you have something to say? Nope, good. I thought you said something there. Um, I do see a, actually. Before I close off, I do see two more questions. Uh, Calgary painter asks, "How much is Cora?" For uh, Clint mentioned Cora. For those of you who don't know, uh, watch our hangout from last week. We had a, we had a tutorial on Cora that that week. If you want to know what it is, but Cora is a massive correlation software that that essentially is like competitive research on steroids. It checks over four hundred factors. Speed, backlinks, on-page, all the different factors that you could possibly imagine. We've thrown it in there and the kitchen sink. And it'll test all of them, and it'll see what is actually ranking people on page one and what is not ranking for people on page one in your niche. You, your niche.
1: You want to see what he did with 3.0? Yeah. Do you know
0: what he did with that? I have been checking it out. (laughs)
1: Let me open one up so you guys can see it.
0: honestly he charges
1: 250 a month for this software just go ahead so i'll go ahead and throw that out there right now um josh i know you have an affiliate link i have one too if you guys want to reach out to one of us um i have a discount i bet you josh is better because he likes josh more than he likes me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i've just been helping him longer that's all
1: All right, so here's this is 3.0. Now it it used to be you kind of open this up, and if you look at last week's webinar, when or when yeah when Ted was on here, this is different. He added a tuning page. It goes in and tells you exactly what to do, step by step by step by step, uh, for your target keyword. Uh, And then remember he was changing all the colors. Yes. uh, Inside of there, the software does it manually for you, and it also does the sorting, so it gets only shows top three results and finds your website. Uh, and replaces uh, and does all that formatting for you now.
0: Uh, yeah, so
1: it's a very and powerful
0: tool. It's a super. All this tool. is not.
1: Yeah, all this is no longer in nerd speak. So actually, everyone can understand it.
0: Yeah, it's much easier to understand. Uh, sometimes I still have trouble understanding what he means when he says match counts and href title instrument. I'm like, what the hell is the yeah. title instrument? Sometimes <laughs> I here. have to I go have, and read the I had him documentation. I up
1: yesterday for that. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I have to go and read the documentation, but but it is an ex- excellent tool, and I did happen to put a, a link for it in the in the description down below, uh, and uh, there, it is a special. There is a discount there. Or if you like Clint better, email Clint, and he'll give you the <laughs> link. Who, who do you want to give the money to, me or to Clint? Uh, it's it's expensive, deep. but it's a powerful tool, and uh, I would highly recommend uh, checking it out. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to be an SEO who really knows what they're talking about, I mean, you, you should at least look at it for a month at the very least. Because uh, so, it has so much stuff in there that you might not even consider. So, with that being said, I've got to sign off. Thanks very much. This has been White Hat versus Black Hat SEO Show. Uh, Clint, do you have any last words, any last thoughts you want to, have? parting wisdom?
1: No, I enjoy this. You know, I think the biggest takeaway for me today is just kind of know your risk level. And, and balance that out to where what you want to do and, and pick uh your approaches if you want to go you have zero risk tolerance to stay over there in the white hat side of the josh uh, if you're crazy and you don't give a damn then go to the holly level and, and if you're kind of in the middle just stick with me
0: <laughs> and then go with clint <laughs> yeah and uh we of course work together as well so if there's uh, joint stuff we can do, we'll do that as well. We can do anything for you. We can rank anything to anything. So um, again, thanks very much. If you have any questions, I'll give you my email. It's joshbashinski at gmail.com. Follow me at Twitter at Josh Uh You might see some interesting news coming out uh, on my mo- mo- movie front coming out soon. And follow me for more SEO videos like this one with experiments, tutorials, tips, tricks, uh, all the stuff that you need for SEO at youtube.com slash jbashins. We're going to have some very interesting guests coming up in future shows. Clint, give us your contact deeds.
1: Uh, you can reach me at digitalear.com or info at digitallear.com. And then I'm on Skype, clint.a.butler. Uh, if you, it's like a dire emergency and you just need to know now, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me.
0: <laughs> there you go. And if you don't pay your bills, he'll hunt you with his hunting shirt and, and shoot you with his AR-15. Okay. Don't hate. Don't hate. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next time and good luck in the series.